Hello, and welcome to another episode of Log On to Cybersecurity, where we talk about the latest cybersecurity trends and methods to protect organizations from cyber attacks. So today we'll be discussing a topic that has become increasingly common and worrisome for organizations in Asia, which is social engineering attacks. And these attacks, which includes phishing, vishing, scareware, it happens to us on a daily basis, regardless of it being in our work life or personal life. It exploits our human vulnerabilities to gain access to sensitive data and systems into our companies. So to shed some light on this issue, we are joined by Finn Jensen today, the CEO of FastPass Corp. He will be sharing some of his insights and experience in dealing with social engineering attacks, as well as discussing some effective strategies to prevent these attacks and protect our sensitive information. So welcome, Finn. Thanks for inviting me. Move forward. Thank you for joining us here today. So let's start by sharing some of the most common social engineering attacks that you see. Since you are the professional in this topic, I'm pretty sure you have handled this with your clients on a daily basis. Sure. Thanks. There's the question that email phishing is the most popular attack for social engineers. And it's easy to understand why sending emails are cheap, and experience shows that some users will react. And the low risk of being caught is important for, for them, of course. So, so see email phishing like a shotgun. You fire against the big crowd and hope that someone falls. But, you know, sometimes the hacker needs access to specific user accounts. It might be someone from the finance department. It might be a privileged IT administrator. Then you need to be kind of a sniper hitting this specific person. And this is when you do social engineering with your phone and your voice. This is spear phishing. Uh, it's called spear phishing. And it's some, sometimes referred to as vishing. But the, the, the result that the hackers want is practically always the password. That's the objective. You know, about 80% of data breaches needs a password as part of the hacker's attack. So, so password is the key, and that's what we need to protect. Yeah. I even recently read about this spear phishing attack that I'm pretty sure everyone in Logon was quite aware of it. Is this Singapore's largest healthcare provider, SingHealth, actually. And because of this issue, they, they might have got a spear phishing attack that resulted to their personal data as being stolen that belonged to 1.5 millions of their patients, which is really, really big. And most of these organizations wouldn't be aware of these attacks when they happen. And it's hard to manage because it could be your own employees who receive these kind of attacks. It's hard to manage in these cases. So could you share what are the general risks of these kind of attacks against IT departments? Well, you know, if, if the target 
is an IT administrator, as, as we talked about in, in, in your first question, then the hacker gets access to the IT infrastructure. When you have that, you can extract, as you say, exactly as your example, they can extract data, they can place ransomware, they can steal your inventions, they can steal your customer data. And if the hacker targets the finance department, for example, then they can approve payments and transfer large amounts to their own bank accounts. So besides seeing the, you know, the, the issue of stealing personal data for, for the companies, then according to an IBM study, the average cost of a data breach in USA is around 9.4 million US dollars. So it's huge cost for the companies. I'm not saying that the hackers is, is, is earning nearly $10 million, but the total cost of a data breach per company is in that magnitude. So it's, it's really serious business. Yeah, the cost of it has been very significant. And I'm pretty sure it happens all the time in the news that it costs more than millions of dollars for these kind of data breach. So right. um, I would like to take some, I would like to take your article from FastPass to have our further discussion. So you wrote about the 2020 Twitter hack, which I find quite interesting. And I think it sets a perfect example of how these attacks can target service desk employees. So could you share what are the lessons, like what can we learn from this attack in terms of prevention? Because it could happen to big companies like Twitter. It, 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 has, it has happened to, to many large and very highly respected companies. Very much credit to Twitter, actually, not because they've been hacked, but because they've been very open about how it happened. And, and that, is, that is unusual. But we have seen a, a, a list of high-tech companies being attacked by spear phishing attacks against the IT department. And, and here we can learn from the Twitter situation that the root cause of the Twitter hack was, according to Twitter, that the hacker misused the IT supporter's emotions to get them to issue new passwords. So the, the lesson here is that prevention, the, to, to prevent this, you must take emotions out of user verification. Now, what do we mean when we say the emotions? Well, for example, if the hacker, you know, says, oh, you're, you're doing a very great job and at the IT support, I really, really like that and you're doing a very good job. Please help me. I'm in a very difficult situation and I need to do something fast. So, so give me a password. You know, trying to do, get, get empathy. The, the hacker could act as a manager and say, well, if, if you don't give me my password now, I'll, I'll get you fired. Even, you know, you know, don't know who I am, but, you know, if, if you don't do as I ask you, I'll get you fired. You know, or, or the hacker might be under pressure to, to act fast because they're behind the schedule and they have a big queue of people waiting. So there are many emotions that can make it difficult for the supporter to do a real 
professional verification of the person calling in. So you cannot expect humans not to have emotion. You have to re respect that and realize that. So a secure user verification must be done by an intelligent IT workflow that use information and tokens not available to other than the user herself. So the user must be forced to follow the workflow and only then can a new password be issued. I think that is the key to, to understand this good social engineer will misuse emotions and with professional people responsible for security, then that is where we must prevent from happening. Mm. Yeah, I think as we are humans, we make mistakes like this. And sometimes it could have big consequences from these kind of issues. And especially for big companies, yeah. having so many employees, how could you actually manage all of their emotions, right? So is there a way, like taking the Twitter hack example, is there a way that any organizations could educate their own employees on recognizing these kind of attacks and preventing them in the future? Well, in, in the more general terms, as, as I start to say that the most common social engineering attack is email phishing. So to prevent that, that is first and foremost depending on user awareness, training, and monitoring. You, you can do some things on the technical side to filter out emails from unknown sources, if you like. That will help. But that's certainly not enough. So you must do user awareness training and monitor if it helps. This means that you educate yourself in characteristics of a phishing email, like reading the true sender and realizing that you must never give away passwords or account information to anyone you don't know. But this is not easy, but, but that's, that's what you can do. When it comes to phishing attacks, then the primary problem is, however, that the supporters at the service desks must issue passwords to their users now and then. It's their job. That's what they do. 20%, 25% of all calls for services is resetting a password. So I will say that this is why security plans for Asian companies must address this as a very high risk element. Because as I, as, as I say, the supporters at the service desk, it's part of the job to give passwords away. So how can we make sure that they only give the passwords to the right person? And that's, that's something you, from a management point of view, can influence directly and fast. Out of the user community, it is, it is difficult, but here each person can protect their own password and make sure that doesn't leave. But you cannot protect yourself against the risk that a supporter at the IT department gives your password away. So I think that's the key 
responsibility for security management to protect the employees so they only buy their own fallen mistakes and give the, the identity away and not risk that a third party, that is the, the service desk, gives my password away. And it is a high-risk element. Mm. I think the training part is very, very important as well. I, I think it's very okay. common practice in most Hong Kong. I know a lot of Hong Kong banks, they do have these kind of awareness training to make sure they know mm. how to identify emails, phishing, especially with the AI technology getting more and more improved. This is going to happen. So the training needs to be regulated. It has to be monitored. Could you also share some success stories or any kind of case studies that you have read about of these companies that have effectively prevented social engineering attacks and what kind of strategies did they use so we could also learn from them? Yeah. Well, we, we have a number of customers who have implemented this strategy and our products to protect the, the, the key resources, protect their passwords. But unfortunately, our customers don't want to be referenced by name as they see FastPass as part of the critical IT security defense. And it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to prove that when something bad doesn't happen, then it's a success because that's, that's a normal day-to-day thing that nothing bad happens to me. But what I, what I can reference is that several customers have, have told us that when their service disk staffs starts the structured verification process of the person, then the person at the other end simply disappears. When they realize that they cannot kind of circumvent the supporter's process for verification, when they cannot play with the supporter's emotions, then they realize that they will lose. And then they probably will try the next company instead to see if their social engineering skills will have success there. So, so success is kind of nothing bad happened. <laughs> that's, that's really success for a security guy. And that's, that's what we see. And that's what our customers tell us. It works because the social engineer expects the, the, some specific actions from the people they call that they will, you know, listen to them. They will share emotions and then the, the hacker will get their will. But when the computer takes over the process, no emotions are involved and the hackers will lose. Okay. So just to cover up everything that we have discussed so far today, could you share, obviously you represent for FastPass, you're, you're the CEO of it. Could you share yeah. how and organizations in Asia leverage technology solutions just like FastPass to prevent these kind of attacks as well? Yeah. The, the, the key thing is that, as I said, forced 
IT workflow controlled by your intelligent process. The fast pass, the fast pass that would be our identity verification manager that the, the, the Asian customers can configure specifically to the tokens they have, specifically to the information available at their systems. And by using this, make sure that when the supporter systematically takes step by step as being controlled by IBM, then no hacker will be able to answer these questions or produce tokens and will not be able to manipulate the supporter in a way that they can lead the process because the password will only be released or issued when this process have been completed. There's no circumventions. I think that is important. It is important then too that the process, this verification process I'm talking about, is integrated naturally into the service disk processes, for example, being integrated closely into ServiceNow or other popular leading IT service management systems. And, and perhaps some new developments we, 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 are, we are releasing in, in, in some European countries that would definitely come to, to Asian countries too, which is that we can use the very popular and well-spread verification process that you use for your bank. So when you put to your bank money from your account to someone else, then you have to go through a very strong verification process to prevent that someone steals your money. And practically everybody knows how to do this, feel comfortable, comfortable with it, and so, so to integrate that into your professional verification process will be extremely efficient and very acceptable for users. So I think that, that would be of interest for your customers in, in Asia, that this will also be available in, in their geography. So, so I think this combination will make it easy and extremely secure to protect against spear phishing, as we've been talking about here. Okay, that's really exciting updates from FastPass, and I can't wait for this new update of yours to reach to Asia so we can all experience this workflow. So thank you for all of your input for today, Finn. And for those who are listening, we will be providing all the useful links for this episode on our official website. You can learn about the Twitter hack and other case studies that's been mentioning. And you can also see how FastPass can strengthen your security with their identity verification manager. So thank you again, Finn, for joining me here today. It was really informative and I'm sure we all learned a lot from this. Been a pleasure, thank you. And so thank you for everyone for listening today. I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye.